This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patentroll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Clucker. Joining me tonight is not my podcast partner, Blake Zhajagabor-Rong. He's off doing some auto-journo shit, whatever that means. Instead, I'm joined by our hapless producers, Chris Hayes and Zach. I'm going to be on NBC Sports, Clapman. Oh, we're not. Well, I mean, maybe we'll catch a, a boom in the shot or something. We'll there be you like, go. that's you, that's yeah. you. Yeah. There'll be some cargo that. pants in the background and we'll know it's Zach. That's so true. what's up, bitches? How you feeling? What's up? Zach's tired. Frat, bro. Sex tired. Just call us bitches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you crush anything lately? <laughs> <laughs> Crushing things all day. Beer cans and your sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining me, you delightful, delightful gents. Uh, we're going to start this off the way we always do, which is by talking about new car stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a big bit of news, at least to me, because I like muscle cars. Uh, the official announcement of the 2015 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat. Kind of like a fuck yeah America moment in automotive news for the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys seen the stats on this one? Uh, 600 plus horsepower, either an eight speed or the six speed manual. Both available. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, 6.2. So the 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 current king of the Challenger Hill is that SRT 392, mm-hmm. and it does 485 horse and 475 torques. Does the torques? Um, and that's that's a fun car. You know, burnout machine, Boulevard Cruiser, not a Canyon Carver, but a fun machine. The Hellcat. Is going to do, like you said, 600 horsepower, and it's a 6.2 liter supercharged V8. Which I think is 364 cubic inches. I think you're right. But different driving modes for street and track, which will do um, throttle uh, on the autom- automatic. It'll do that. It does suspension. Two keys. Two, that's the part I was going to get to. That part's fucking stupid. The yeah. two keys thing is dumb. Where are the one two for keys? regular mode, one for full power mode. Oh, it's a Bugatti then. Yeah. Yes. No, it's not. I mean, the the boss Laguna Seca did that, and that was kind of cheap. Well, you know, the one, the one that originated was the old ZR, the original ZR1. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. It, had two keys. it had the valet key. Like the yeah. 8990 ZR1. Yep. What are they doing with suspension? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know, but if it's going to be different modes, it has to be uh, adaptive. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, because that's been one of several weak points i feel like the challengers and the video the video they released teaser video of it and i mean it's drifting its ass off through a corner well i mean i know you can drift it but yeah it looks very controlled this is nice this is still sitting on the current lx platform though right it it has to yeah i was gonna because i i know that the new one's just about ready but it's not like another year or two out right magic with the lx like the the, i think the the charger charger. is way better than the challenger and then the 300 is basically a luxury charger yep and and my complaint isn't in the way they 
you know, my drive well. Despite my bias against most of the Chrysler stuff, those cars drive fine. It's just they're heavy. That's what I'll always. Well, then, but the Challenger of that group doesn't drive fine. No. It drives fun, it's soft. Yeah. but you're, if you try to, it's if rolling. you're on a racetrack, you're going to crash. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cool feature, though, uh, there's an air intake. So it has what looks like quad round headlights. The inner one, at least one of them, is an air intake that, on the driver's like side. That. And that, yeah. that might be the first time, uh, to my knowledge, anybody listening, prove me prove me wrong, kids, prove me wrong. Uh, that might be the first time that's been done on a production car. On a Going production through car, the light, I'm sure it has. Yes. I think there's a Because it's an aftermarket of, mod you see sometimes, and yeah. it looks cool as Well, you fuck. usually see it on, like, yeah. Supras and stuff like that, where they yep. need to get a bunch of cold air, and, you know, but, and it's usually just for drag cars. Or 59 pickups on Big to, Muscle. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There's an alpha that goes to Cars and Coffee that has it, and it looks so good. Uh, and so the cha- it looks bitching on the Challenger. So it's a pretty cool car. It's got cool. almost... The Challenger is the one that does the retro styling right, and I know Zach, you don't like old things just for the sake of old, but the Challenger does it right. Whereas I think it's, Camaro doesn't, and then Mustangs moved on. That's true. I think the Challenger's twenty to thirty percent too big, though. Like mm-hmm. if you look at the old yeah. Challenger or Cuda or any of those, like it's so much smaller. So but, way smaller. But you're right. If you if you park it somewhere not next to other things, it's like it is a very good looking. But car. I think for their day. They, they well no they didn't feel that big they were kind of appropriately sized no no they're, they're like, correctly yeah. sized they yeah. feel big now they feel yeah. real big you're right and, and it is the biggest of the of the three now too by far and, and they but they yeah. cater to their market the thing I like is that this will be priced above a price point for just idiots to buy it like an idiot can buy a Ford Mustang GT yeah. and destroy it an idiot can buy um a, a, you know an, a one le or an SS Camaro yeah. and destroy it. It's mostly going to be like the gentleman's muscle car, which I, I kind of like that. And that's true because stupid people will never make a lot of money. No, they, yeah, that's true. It's it's always brilliant geniuses. It's all, everyone we makes a, a smart town, decision, which is why we're clearly idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think that'll probably hit in a price range. It's like ZL1 GT500 money. Yeah, maybe a little more just, just because the I think it's going to be a little um, higher. It'll be interesting to see if it lures away any Corvette buyers, which is going to be really hard to do because the new Corvette is excellent. I doubt it. But price yeah. wise, it's got to be right there, base Corvette or more. But it might be maybe more. It it's, might be like a ZL1 you can see out of, and the GT500 <laughs> yeah. is just not a good car because it's just too much power but for I, the chassis. I still doubt that that's going to handle like the ZL1 does. Well, it's just big, but with adaptive, I mean, it can go. It you can do some do amazing I mean, things. I mean, the Charger handles good, and the the Challenger doesn't. Well, so I just you, say that just because the the Camaro is a much newer chassis yeah. than that is, because that's ba- the LX platform is a derivative of the old Mercedes platform. So it's it's you know it's basically an old E class that's been upgraded and upgraded. So I mean, it's not I'm not shitting on it and saying like it's it's right. not good or anything. It's just inherently older design. Sure. Yeah. But I, either way, this is a car to be excited about. I think. And they've gone for the full the they've said the inspiration on this is the seventy one. The seventy one Challenger is the inspiration on this car. And you can tell. The taillights on it tail are big time. pure seventy one. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of and the hood is a ripoff almost entirely of the Viper hood. I like the fact that Chrysler, you know, you can love or hate some of their existing models, but I think most of their lineup is getting better. I mean, Jeep's been good for years now. Almost across the line, with the ex- few exceptions, like you know, Patriot and Lat- but like the Wranglers, the Wrangler, and mm-hmm. people love the Wrangler. The Grand Cherokee has become awesome. That's a fantastic car. And then the new Cherokee, if you don't like the styling inside, 
it, it drives nice, especially the yeah, Trailhawk. It's, it it's a good minus the transmission issues. It's a good car. And then Chrysler finally improved the 200. I'm actually really curious to drive that car. I've driven that car. Yeah, it seems like a major leap forward over what came. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And then the 300 is a yeah. good car. Uh, I think the rule with with Chrysler at this point is. If the motor is longitudinal, you're okay. If it's transverse, you're fucked. (laughs) But then on the sports front, bringing SRT back to being a Dodge, you know, not just its own thing, uh, and then adding in the Dodge Dart SRT, that could be because I don't. Well, that's going to be the new SRT. I don't like the Dart, but that the fact that they've already said it that they're going to do it, that's awesome. That could be so much. Well, and that's the car that I've been saying. Why aren't people building? Why aren't the the American manufacturers building for years? It's a all-wheel drive turbo economy car that only Mitsubishi and, and Subaru were touching, and finally we're going to get another competitor in this rank. Yeah, you know, and it'll be, be nice cheaper to too, I bet, I bet. Or it'll be WRX prices, maybe. I bet you it's 25, 26 grand. Yeah. WRX price, that'd be good. Um, uh, speaking of another American automaker, uh, GM has been in the news a bit lately for what I would consider all the wrong reasons. Um, And there was a hilarious John Oliver segment. Well, only if you're a negative Nancy. Yeah. On his new show last week tonight, which is hysterical. He's killing it on that show. It's basically the daily show on HBO so they can swear and show tits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's fantastic. Uh, But one thing that stuck out to me he spoke of was there's a document, an internal GM document, where they highlighted 69 words that GM – employees were not allowed to use and they're fucking amazing the, like somebody sat down and wrote this and presented it to people who work at gm and, I, I, and this is a real document only, or he made it's it a up. real document gm mm-hmm. internal document because you know the whole big thing that leaked i grabbed a few of the words just like he did and so i'm just going to run through these words really quick so apocalyptic cataclysmic challenger capitalized so i'm assuming it's in reference to the space shuttle mm-hmm. corbain oh sorry cobain as in Kurt, mm-hmm. Corvair-like, Kevorkian-esque, Cor- Cav- potentially disfiguring, Widowmaker, and your toast. So these are words that they don't want being they did, used. They're like, please do not press like, stuff. Who or just in people speaking in general to people outside of the company. Yeah. Who okay. the fuck would say those words? <laughs> Why does that document what? exist? And the funny thing who is, is I, coming I, up with Kevorkian that who is referencing that like who's ever too said often? that? Yeah. That's Especially like, to describe a car. That's like when the HR sends out, HR sent out a memo that's like, um, we we don't want to put in any any we don't want to say <laughs> name names, but please wash your hands before you uh, return the peanut butter with your fingers out of the jar. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Or even worse, like uh, yes, in uh, company emails, please don't refer to Sandra in accounting as titty titty bang bang. Yes, like you know who you are if you've said that, but. Uh-huh. Cobain. Why is, is Cobain on the list? Like your car doesn't come with I, a know, shotgun I'm really hoping or is flannel seats. They knew they had a list of things they needed to to like strike out of emails, like in communication with outside parties, you cannot use these words. And then they had three interns sitting in a room for a day going, Hi. What other words can we come up with that would you know, connotate That's something? I hate awful. this job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's totally true. I, the one that my favorite though was Courtney Kevorkian asked. When I saw the document, like I just saw a picture of the document and it just like leapt it's off the page at me. That I'm should like, be in oh, the onion. Great. Or yeah. Otto Blopnik, or you know, something very parody esque, mm-hmm. like uh, your toast. Like, oh yeah, if you buy that car, your toast. Oh wait, I didn't say that. Like, I, I, I mean, I, you're on fire. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a list that is breathtaking in its insanity. Oh, my cars were called. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, don't I, headlight, die, please. Headlight issues. Oh, I'm not that worried. Well, about some it. of the the problem is too. 
to not to just heap it on GMs. Not all of the recalls are related to to your toast widowmaker yeah. grade shit. It's some basic shit too. Oh like, yeah, this is like he- uh, headlights or wipers or. But the fact that I read a headline, it might have been on Jalopnik, that they've recalled more cars just now than they've sold in the last five years. Holy shit! Oh, it was it millions and millions? It's millions and millions of cars. You know what this is? Is that they had a number of like really big ticket items that are truly dangerous, and then they're covering their ass by just they're, going, "Let's get everything out of the way." They're ringing all at the once. triangle, yeah, saying, "Sweet, come home!" <laughs> like they're calling everybody. If they're gonna. This is, and I bet you, this is Mary Barra coming in and going, "Look, if I've got to deal with this. I want to deal with it once." Could you imagine because, that yeah. this is basically yeah, her yeah. first few months? Like, how oh, okay? How pissed is she at the two guys that came before her? She now? got fucked. Yeah, yeah. She walked into a, a gunfight. She fight. got. Fuck. If there's any, and you know, and these people usually make way more money than they deserve. But if there's anybody that's going to deserve a bonus <laughs> at, the at the end of the year, yeah. this poor um, woman, holy shit! So, and it's, it's, I mean, the media coverage has been amazing, as you can imagine, on both sides. You know, and we don't get political on here, and we're not because we're going right down the middle. But the, the media coverage on both sides has been pretty insane, which is why a show like uh, last last week tonight is just perfectly skewering it right where it needs to be skewered. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was pretty. Although funny. that wasn't the funniest thing from that episode. I no, think the, the, the Nintendo bit was oh, I didn't the funniest thing. The, well, the funniest thing I've seen has been the climate change thing. That was which, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So good. It's amazing. And I don't. if you're listening and you deny climate change, you're fucking wrong. So it's fine. But it's moving okay. on. <laughs> moving on. I don't hate you. You're just, you know, you're wrong. Um, I'm moving on now to something else new. And it's car related in the fact that it's an automaker that built it. Uh, I'm a bit of a I'm not a full-on plane nerd, but I, but since I've been traveling Easy more Easy wrong more, is, but yeah. We're well, all, it's just yeah. – in this industry, I, I found that most journalists start to get into planes because they fly a lot. And so you're like, oh, cool, which plane am I – well, you're yeah. mostly like, which plane am I on so I know which seat to pick so my yes. fat ass isn't uncomfortable in coach. Um, or, ooh, they have 12 first-class seats. Maybe we'll get an upgrade this time. But uh, speaking of planes, uh, the news is that Honda Jet is finally ready to – roll out their first production-ready Honda Jet. This is a plane that's been in development since 2006. So, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool. And obviously a plane should take longer than a car. Um, we've been bitching that the NSX is, they what, they showed it in like 2012 or something? Uh, it's longer longer ago than that. But, yeah, I mean, planes has to go through such crazy, yeah. rigorous, like I think FAA testing and yeah. engineering and, and the level of it. I was Maybe listening that's... to uh, Alonzo Bowden on a podcast. He used to be a, he used to be like United Tech, and he was he like... He worked for Northrop Grumman. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's cool. He worked on the S- back for this, by the way. Anthony yeah. Is. That's what uh, it was. He yeah, he worked on the SR-21 Blackbird before it was a publicly uh, acknowledged thing. You, SR-71. He's, just like, he's like, you don't know shit right. <laughs> how much money and work goes into building planes. Like, there's bolts oh. that cost $1,000. Yeah, it's going to be bananas. Because they can't come out ever. You know, and like, it's not, it like, it's not be... like government-grade markups. Because my brother sells commercial uh, office equipment to the government. And the yes. markups are so awesome. This is like that's actually the mark. The, the markups bolts, are, the, are awesome. They're yeah. <laughs> the bolts though in like the aviation industry or like wing skin mm-hmm. or seat covers like that's there's a reason they're work. expensive. Yeah, it has to all work and has to work a lot. Yes, you know because people can't die. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of planes, you see that article? Not to say, I mean, fuck it. That's what we do. Occasionally segue. Um, this article just came out about this guy uh, who writes for – I forget the website. It's it, it's cool layout, you know, big pictures, resized your screen. But I think medium.com. Maybe. Yeah, medium is yeah, it's okay. a gorgeous site. This guy was flying back from Hawaii 
on a 757, and all of a sudden oh, the plane yeah. went into a 600-foot dive out of nowhere. Like flat, the the seatbelt sign wasn't on or anything like that. Come to find, because he when he landed in LA, he asked, you know, what the fuck happened? Um, you know, all of a sudden they got free. TV's free on this flight, guys. Hey, sorry. Uh, these two planes were on the same flight path you know, in the middle of the ocean over Hawaii, a, a United and a U.S. Airways one. And so he's, he's, he has this art, long article about how there's really no regulation once you're in the air because like, it's all United owns their planes. U.S. Yep. Air is keeping track of their planes. In, and, well, I think once they're so far away from radar, they, that's probably also part well, of it. It's, it's, it's not even that once they're so far. It's I mean, once you take off and you hit cruising altitude, you – you do check in with other towers, but there's central hubs owned by the airlines that are keeping track of their own shit, and then the um, towers are too. Once they come into their airspace, this is actually. But if you're in between airspace, yeah. you're I mean, like like you said, yeah. If you're far enough away, but even it sounds like once you're up there, it, it's a really you should read the article. It's, it's you're kind of like wow. So a lot of these uh, close calls don't get reported. Wow. Yeah. Because it's up to the pilot to report it if it's significant and then it's up to the airline to push it to the FAA if they feel it's significant and then it's up to the FAA to further investigate if they it's, feel it's, it's significant. a tiered honor system. Yes, exactly. Tiered honor system. That's Yikes. exactly what it is. So that's why they have the window. There was the just front. a flight in Newark where the two planes are 400 feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. Taking uh, off on two different... One was coming in or something like... Four, that's, well, that's, that's a that's football field. People don't realize though is that like... All of these systems we have for flag- and for tracking flights are almost all analog still. They're, they're radar, with guys in towers, on radios, keeping track of shit. It's like, this is a major infrastructure well, thing that's being taken care of now. Use Tinder. Moving over the... You know, there you go. <laughs> on the flip side, though, in the planes, there's the problem, which I hope we're getting away from, of being too uh, much um, of a mindset where you give the plane control. Yeah, oh, there, I mean, pilot, people don't yeah. realize that you're basically on full autopilot once yeah. you're over, especially and, and overseas. And that, that goes all the way down to little planes. Yep. I was in a, a Cessna in Costa Rica where once we took off, the dude took his hands off and just hit a few buttons. And we cruised on our 15-minute flight, and then he grabbed it again when we came in for a landing. I was I, I was actually really impressed with that that little Cessna could do that. It was a 12-passenger Cessna. It was pretty effing amazing. But the the the... Pretty FF. Talking F-A. about the in cabin things, though, they worked because, for fuck's sake, talking about the in cabin thing, there, there's an alert that the two planes have when they're so close. Yeah. And the alert will tell one plane to rise and one plane to dive, oh, which is actually kind of amazing. And their plane got the dive signal, and he said it was 600 feet in like a few seconds. It's like, that's crazy. It has to go down in 600 feet. He felt, feet. you know, light in his yep. seat. Yeah. People screamed. A coffee pot came barreling down. The, I mean, that's terrible. Speaking of crazy shit, since yeah. we're on the plane. Thing, um, I heard a story from a journalist friend who does, you know, he does the really good trips overseas, and I think he was driving Porsches in Portugal or Spain or something like that. So to get to those locations, you have to take smaller planes, and it was all journalists on this smaller. I don't know exactly what size it was, but it was a, a big jet, not a private plane, but a bigger jet, but all journalists. And they're banking at about four thousand feet to set up for the final approach. And they, you know, they roll to 45 degrees or whatever is normal when roll to a plane. And then the plane keeps going past 12 o'clock. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was looking at ground. I was looking at sky. Past 12 o'clock in a fucking plane. And then they dive sharply, pull out of the dive, and right and set up for landing. That's cool. Every He he thought a plane full of journalists was just about to die. And this is a dude who's way into planes. He's like, we are all about to die. Um, it was almost like the plane was going for a barrel roll, stopped, dove out of it. They get there. The, the pilot comes back, 
no sweat, no, you know, nothing on his face. It was, autopilot failed, but I corrected, and then walked away. <laughs> Talk about an ass-puckering moment. And you don't want to oh, die with funny. a bunch of other journalists. I mean, no, because everyone's going to get hit in the head with, like, 12 laptops. Just think of the surplus of shrimp. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's a crazy story. But back to the Honda Jet, which we've segued way off. There are, it's about to roll out. And the reason I think this plane is so interesting, why I would even bring it up, is um, the, the, the craziest part is the price. So the average new private jet runs anywhere from 20 to 50 million to really whatever you want to pay. But you know, I think a new Gulfstream is right about 45 million dollars. The Honda Jet is going to cost starting price of 3.7 million dollars. So relatively speaking, that's an 10%. insane bargain. Yeah, it's crazy. And yes, I just said that four million dollars is a bargain. Because you know what well, though is this this plane math. does make a lot of sense. Like for a lot of companies that are flying people across the country all the time, this is something that will pay for itself. They keep it in service all the time. And when uh, you guys at the Smoking Tire sell out and you know make all your money, you can buy one. We can hop that bitch to Vegas every other weekend. Is it big enough to Even hold Vegas all of us? Gets old. Aren't they're pretty little, right? You uh, see, like main, four. Main cabin configuration is four. Alternate is five. Okay. If that's the, like you keep a flight attendant cool. out, but you're not doing that because I'm not pouring my fucking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, she, and she'll be very impressed by your Honda Jet. <laughs> so it's like this is like a Civic. Yeah. yeah, I know. What if like you put rims on the wheels as you're taxiing out, like we, aftermarket knockoff wheels? Maybe you don't get the super hot. Flight do you think it has? Like the seven. Do you think it has two rear spoilers? <laughs> no, it says VTEC on it. it yeah. they have fake oh, vents. Fake oh vent. my god! I, really I can't believe I didn't think VTech. of this as I brought this topic up. And especially VTech. As you as you take off, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're ascending to our cruising altitude because VTech just kicked in, yo. That would be the best thing ever. If a pilot says that, you're like, you're all right. Yeah. And they've got a slightly more expensive version that comes under the Acura moniker. Yeah. You can have when it's parked in the hangar, it's stanced. The Acura is really ugly for some reason. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, the Acura version's boring. Like how do you make it? It's the Honda Cross Tour Jet. When it takes off, it's. Uh, fuck, there's so many jokes to be made now. I can't believe we just missed out on that because we're moving on to another topic, unfortunately. Well, actually, we're trying something new tonight. Um, so we, Chris and I, before we got here, posed a, a question. It was really pretty open-ended. Hey, what the fuck do you want us to talk about tonight? And a few of you answered. Uh, and I'm going to read through these because the first up is friend of the podcast, George Nataris. You know him as Motoman, one of the few recurring guests. Maybe because yeah. Caswell was pseudo on twice. Matt's been on more than once, but yeah. Moto Man is, I think, the only official. Like the guy that doesn't hang out with us all the time. He's right. like the only one that's like. Yeah, Moto Man is the back. official yeah, yeah, yeah. reoccurring guest. Uh, Je- Jeff Jablanski did two episodes. Of oh, that that's too, right. Because he, he, in his words, he sucked on the first one and he wanted to come back and make up for it, which he didn't. Jeff, it was fine. You were just a little quiet. Um, so Moto Man asked, he wants to know about picking the right song for the right car. And this is because he's been posting on Twitter that he's driving a Vanquish right now, as one does. And and he posted a picture of the music playing, and I forget what it was, but I said, you need to be listening to some Pink Floyd and that motherfucker. Because when I, when I get Aston Martins, <laughs> I like to listen to Pink Floyd. I think, it, I think for me, the music is determined by what kind of driving I'm doing. And it's, Good point. So I, I don't care. I think pairing Southern Rock to a muscle car is... So cliche. Way to take my bullet mm-hmm. point, you asshole. Oh, I did. <laughs> but, you know, uh, we have to find a way to talk somehow. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you can just read the entire email you sent me. <laughs> I know. I, 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 think that, I think his question is just – it reminds me so much of like like a bad show of, you know, 
let's talk about what kind of music we like to listen to, depending on what kind of brain we're driving, you know? Well, but to be fair, you nailed it by not going to a specific band or a specific type of rock. Um, I think it's just whatever strikes you for that moment. Exactly. You know? I think that's what... I agree. And so maybe the car makes you feel a certain way and you want to listen to certain music. And the reason I say Pink Floyd is because one of the first Aston Martins I ever had, I think it was a convertible... It's because you take acid when you drive Aston No, Martin. I've actually never <laughs> taken acid, and I would tell you if I did. I, you know, whatever. It's an open <laughs> form. Uh, let's live our lives here in front of all these people. I've never <laughs> taken acid. I've done other things. Um, so the first time I ever had an Aston, I was cruising down Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach. The sun's going down. It was a convertible. And uh, and I, this was how long ago it was. Uh, my mix CD was in the CD player. Um, Pink Floyd's Money came on. That was, I mean, see that that was fucking that perfect. track fits. I think I think style of music doesn't fit, but the track fits. That track and the sun. It's mm-hmm. the, I, the first time I've ever driven an Aston Martin. I'm an idiot on PCH, giggling like a fucking schoolgirl. Like, oh yeah, this is going way louder. I don't care who's looking, and I will scream <laughs> along with. And then Dave the helicopter Gilmore. hand back yeah. from the eighties movie, bum, and you bum, drove bum, away. Bum, bum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, credits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, La Law brought to you by. Uh, exactly, exactly. But it's funny you said the right music for the driving because I am not a person who listens to electronic music. There's a few Chemical Brothers songs I liked back in the day, but I'm not an, I'm by no, I do not really listen to electronic music at all. Who are the Chemical Brothers? Okay, fine. Uh, you know who they are, but fuck you. Um, but they had a few <laughs> decent songs. Um, but, and with apologies to my good friend Arash, uh, he is a who is a major agent in that scene. He travels the world and represents massive DJs. He's a wonderful guy who loves cars, and I apologize to you right now. However, I did download a few of the songs off the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Skrillex, by... baby, all the big no, stars no, 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 Sesame no, no, no. Street. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, a few of the songs, uh, and just a few of the... the of the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which was all done by Daft Punk, mm-hmm. for driving. Mm-hmm. And if you – I would assume, like me, occasionally you're in the mode. It's just you in the car. The right song comes on. It goes cinematic. Mm-hmm. You, you might as well scroll to 16 by 9 in your head. The black bars rolled in, and you're focused on the road. Mm-hmm. There's a few tracks from the, the Tron Legacy soundtrack. You're like, well, okay, this is perfect. Downshift. <laughs> Gone. Um, that's the only time I'll do electronic music. <laughs> no, I agree. At this point, when I'm driving, there's two things that I'm doing. It's either podcasts or nothing, and I'm listening to the motor. Because if I'm driving fast, I don't like to have anything on in the background. I like music. Yeah. I got to have the music. The, the one thing I was bummed about with the Morgan, and it's the smallest shred of, you know, this is, and it, I wouldn't change it, was no music. Um, yeah, I wanted some music to go because I, I, in my head, I get real cinematic, and I'm, I honestly, I'm thinking about like, man, if I had a camera right now, I was coming around this corner. I think about that shit all the time. Um, but in the Morgan, it was, it was fan. I didn't, I didn't miss it terribly, but there were times when I'm on the highway, just uh, uh, please don't kill me, truck, please, and I wish I had like something, a distraction, escape song, yeah. downshift, gone. Um, but yeah, but they're, the best cars are the ones where you can hear the music and the engine. <laughs> in your Corvette, you can do you, that. You could <laughs> absolutely do that. You you hear the engine over most things. In the you can Corvette. hear that two counties away. Yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> which is a good mix. Somebody dropped something. I heard but... a good explanation of uh, it was I think Car and Driver. They did a, a regular GTI versus GTD across Germany, and they wanted to test yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. like miles per gallon thing. Yep. You know, more frequent stops versus higher speed. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, 
it, the guy was just describing driving on the autobahn. He's like, I understand why electronic music is so popular here because you need a metronome. Like when oh, you're, when you're doing wow. three hours, six hours, yeah. f- as fast as possible. And it's true. Like whenever I'm driving long distance fast, I mm-hmm. put on techno because it's just like boom, boom, boom. You just made boom. fun of me for the fucking Chemical Brothers, and then you just said you put on. Techno. No, that's because they're so old. I don't know who they are. Oh. <laughs> you never seen the movie The Saint with Val Kilmer? I do remember that movie. There's some Chemical Brothers in there. Yes. Even though that's an older movie. That's, it's a good that, movie, though. That's an even older Great product in, placement yeah. for Volvo, yeah. though. And, oh, yeah. 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 All right. All right. Yes. So Al Kilmer and Elizabeth Shue, circa 1994. She's that's so a, hot. Oh. But so many people just said We could go into it. We should start a whole new podcast that would have a you know NFSW tag or... What? Shoecast? Well, no. Just, just like <laughs> 90s hot chicks that we all masturbated to. <laughs> Um, I told you. I told you. I would talk about anything here. Better, better that, is a video yeah. show. That's exactly the podcast I want. <laughs> I Masturbation be, of yesterday. You see our faces. We're all thinking no, no, about no. like gross just, shit you show the and pictures. shame. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it's like she was pretty. Google her, and you'll know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because now they'd be like, "Oh, that forty-year-old chick." That's okay. Don't but just go look at the scenes. And what was uh, the Nicolas Cage movie? I don't remember. There's something about he where he drinks himself to death in Vegas. Oh, I, I've actually oh, never oh, seen that movie. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or the other movie. No, that's a different girl. Never mind. Um, if you want to know what the 90s are all about, go watch the Poison Ivy trilogy. This has been Planes and Pussy with... Uh... <laughs> um, all right. So there you go, Motorman. We pseudo-answered your question. It depends on the right situation. That's when you find the right song. Moving on to Eric Tegler, who uh, at he's at Tegler Writes, and he's the guy who recently wrote an article that actually got a lot of uh, uh, coverage on our site. He wrote about that modified Ferrari 308. That was the 288 GTO uh, legit. Not a real 288 GTO, but it was actually a 308 that they took and made it a race car. It it, it wound up going everywhere. It was a fantastic article with great great pictures. Uh, So thank you for that, Eric. But he wanted to know why the brake ducts on the RS7 are non-functional. I don't have a good answer. I, I don't either. Um, because the, the brakes don't need it. You know what? Knowing Audi and their engineering, probably that's the case. It's probably the underbody airflow is probably more than adequate. The, well, they probably looked at the car and go, uh, "It looks a little bit butchier than an S7. We need another vent." Okay, now it's an RS7. Yeah, that's true. And it's a I bet that's it's right. a batshit crazy car in a straight line. And it, it would cost more to put in. Act, I mean, you can build the port for let's say ten bucks, but to build. Ducting that goes to the brakes right. would cost well, that, fifty dollars. You go and do that, and you're gonna have to do all your aero you testing and everything. You guys have both driven true. it. Nope. Okay. I, drove, I, drove, uh, I would love to. The speed no, no. that that car generates will blow your fucking mind because you're in an Audi. You know, you the surroundings are familiar, and it's not an R8. Not that the R8 is like a blisteringly fast car. I think the RS7 is as fast actually. Sure I wouldn't be surprised if the RS7 was faster. The zero to sixty end. times yeah. rated at uh, about three and a half seconds between three seven and three five. And well, that car makes, is so fucking underrated. So I was torque. just on the ninety one yeah. running out to Norco to do an update on the the Civic. Um, which we'll get to that later on. Um, I may or may not have hit 15 miles an hour very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. I saw the uh, the video on the smoking tire. Matt counts to 18, I think, quite fast. 18. Oh. Yeah. And I know JF in that car tried to hit 300K on the Autobahn, he did. He but hit, traffic he got in the way. Like, yeah, yeah he got he really very close. close. Yeah. Um, it's a phenomenal car. It The the, the straight line speed is, is just unfathomable. They have got to be lying their ass off so far on the power numbers. You think so? Well, Edmunds Dino did, and it it put down more than claimed, and the... Fuck. 
more the only, at the wheels. I mean, only the, Audi that makes good noise. Too. Yeah, well, they did. They did the math of you know the, that wheels to the crank, and then uh, I want it's supposed to, to be five sixty at engine. The, oh, the Alp, they took it and an Alpina to to the dyno, and, the, di- and the Alpina. Boring. Me too. They yeah. put down less. They were like, ooh, and the R seven put down a, ch- a chunk. I'm sure. So yeah. it's. That new Audi turbo motor is. It'd be so easy to open that engine up. I, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Nick, who who I don't know if he still does, but he used to write for Speed Sport Life, has an S7 that's an HRE project car. And cool, S7. Uh, I drove that. Um, very nice. He's already putting over 600 with some I believe basic that. mods. Yeah, yeah. It's because it felt real quick, and you know it's just corked. So so the R, you got to drive the RS7. It's, I, do, you it's have, do you have one here? Batshit logo. There's a gray one in the fleet. We think we already. Well, I'll try. We got. We're already on the launch. So. Do another video, uh, a Zach video. Do, do I mean, all the video. viewers love your quick videos at Laguna Seca. Uh, some of them did. <laughs> <laughs> I loved them all, and I tried I, to I give didn't. you. I tried to give you a Twitter pick pick me up that day. Uh, you were taking some care. harsh comments. Oh, I, don't I know care. you don't, but I care. Yeah, but the, the second you put anything that. on your nine with your name attached to it, everybody's gonna shit all over it. So, right so there you go, Eric. We have no fucking clue that. about the <laughs> the fans. But he had one more question: What car would you drive through Ukraine right now? And I wrote down six wheel G63 with Brabus upgrades through through the Ukraine right now. A fucking tank? I don't know. Yeah, I was what say was a that tank thing that joke. Clarkson was smashing through brick walls with? Oh, oh like no, it was Hammond. It was Hammond. Yeah. Hammond was the okay. Knight Thirteen. Yeah, the thing. one. Yeah, yeah. That thing's so stupid. That's a good choice too. Though. That's uh, a good choice though. Because yeah. that was the one they blew up the Hummer, and yeah. then they blew that up, and it like just got a flat tire. That's <laughs> and true. Then it drove away, <laughs> and it then reinflates its own tire yeah. and drove off. That was an amazing. Uh, so, Chuck B who's at CB Audi fan, he wanted to hear some chatter about the upcoming Monaco F1 race and then also the Indy 500. It's like a baseball coach. Let's hear some chatter. Let's hear some chatter out there, folks. Good game, good game. We got two down. Come on, Bobo. Uh, (laughs) Bring it to the hoop. Uh, So, spoiler, Chuck, uh, Mercedes is going to continue to kick ass all year long in F1, if you've been paying any attention. They have have a really big advantage with their motor over everybody else. Well, that a good article on it from uh, Motorsport Magazine. I got going through the channel. and uh, so cultured. Name drop. Oh, yeah, I'm very cultured. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm in a different country. I'm like, I'm going to read a magazine about cars. Um, I'm really going to step outside my comfort zone. What the fuck is this? Ooh, I can buy Evo here for not $12. This is free. It's called Motorsport. But yeah, their their engine, because I don't know a lot about F1 because I don't follow it because whatever. And But it, the, the turbo separation, is, Unbelievable. It, it took stress off all these other systems. Mm-hmm. They're just making more power. It's like They're going to win fuck. everything this year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, their their intake tract is like 30% smaller than everybody else's, and it's and it's cooler because it's not coupled to the hot side of the turbo. Mm-hmm. So they've got a huge power gain on it. I just that. had a joke that would have been funny so Smaller-y many cool years too. ago. Oh, that's like the – they're like the Paris Hilton of intake tracks. Like that would have been funny like four years ago because she doesn't eat a lot. But oh, I don't I know why I just had that joke. I was like, they're into, no, cause they're they're into the intake intake track, track is 30% though. smaller. Yeah, but it's not useless. <laughs> yeah. She just was in the news recently at at Con, Can, whatever the fuck, because she, she left an event, me. went to a party with a bunch of people at Justin Bieber's house and left after 30 minutes because it was fucking boring. So she's apparently growing up was the idea of the story. And she didn't make a big deal out well, of yeah. it. She didn't even say that. Somebody else came to that conclusion. Why are you following this, quote, news? It was popped up on uh, when I was reading something on I, I would really hope that somebody was like 30, I wasn't following old. it. I saw it. I hate it all. <laughs> I know. I, I know. So I know. Much. <laughs> I know. But I'd really hope that somebody that was like 30, 32 years old wasn't going to have a great time at an 18-year-old's fucking party. Well, that's, that's the gist true. of it. And they said that she's growing up. And plus, because she didn't talk about it and then... I don't know. So, yeah, maybe she's gone away and realized if she wants her own grandpa's money, she's going to 
I, yeah, yes, that's how she's learning. Uh, <laughs> Dang, um, dangle so yes, the carrot. I'll take but it whatever way it comes. Specifically of the Monaco race, I think it's one of the most beautiful races of the year, just from a classic racing standpoint. Um, when they do the aerial shots, when you have yeah, the yachts cool. and then the cars ducking out of the tunnel, it's I mean it's pretty. I got amazing. to. I mean I was there three days ago. I know, motherfucker. It's, it's a weird place, dude. It's yeah. a crazy place to have a racetrack. Like video games do not do it justice. Yeah. The hill is a hill, and the hairpin, I mean, is really tight. Like real you take tight. Take it at like to, so to I see mean, someone car, go fast through it. It almost feels like you take it faster in a normal car because when you watch it, that was what told what. What showed me how big F1 cars have gotten was an overhead shot at the hairpin and seeing this huge thing just stretch around the hairpin. Oh, yeah? And take, I was like, holy shit, they got long. Like, I didn't realize how big they were. Yeah. And it's it's just a mental it's like a place Lincoln to have Continental a coming around the corner. Yeah, dude, it really, really is. Uh, it's a crazy – and it's really narrow at spots, like surprisingly hey, there's two the lanes wall. wide kind of narrow. and No, no passing. No, that track uh-uh. seems like it would be so much fun to just throw a Fiesta around it. Or a go kart. Yeah, yeah. a go kart would be kind of more apropos as far as size goes. Yeah, I mean, really, man. Like, I was surprised. I'm like, we're going by the. You go, uh, you go through the tunnel down the hill. You got that chicane thing, and then the little left, and then right before you pass pits, I was like, this is fucking narrow. Like, this is a two small two lane road size. How awesome would it be? 150 miles an hour. How awesome would it be if you were so wealthy? Like wealthier than most of Monaco to get them to shut that road down, so you can dress up like Senna, get in a go kart, and rip down Monaco, and then have the exhaust note just go "fuck you" <laughs> as you pass everybody else. And you have to be wearing loafers. That's yeah, my new I dream. I'm wearing them right now. I know you are. I wore them in my NSX video. So you can drive the circuit. It's open to public road, which uh, you just can't drive it right. in a go kart. But if you had the money, I'm sure you could. Yeah. It was. Right. It's pretty amazing that like they. Because it's not a built racetrack, so they have to build a racetrack. Like they have to build all the facilities. They have to build. So Monaco's just like Long Beach. Yeah, they have to yes, put it's up... just like Long Beach. <laughs> and it just is. Yeah, Long Beach is gonna be the new Monaco. Ten percent less. If, if they made magazines yeah. for towns, Long Beach would be reading Town Weekly and seeing Monaco. It's just like us. Yeah, they would. They'd be like, dude, it's just like us. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Just don't go that way too far. Yeah, yeah. don't go or three you'll... blocks that yeah. way. <laughs> I love the, you know, you get the wide angle shot of Monaco when you get like boats in the background and oh, some dude. some guy standing Crazy on his balcony with his gorgeous wife, and then you get the Long Beach one. You get like a homeless guy taking a crap in the corner and like a, somebody's drift a truck dog, got broken yeah. into. And Even the Long Beach is a, it, as yeah. a circuit is a fantastic circuit for a street circuit. It's wonderful. It's interesting. Well, it's good racing. Yes, it's good. It's racing. super tight. It's 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 pretty sweet. Uh, well, yeah. When we had uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Justin Wilson. Ju- Justin Wilson. We'll get to him on. next. Actually. He said uh, he said had nothing but kind things to say about that long. I've talked track. to a bunch of racers who love like racing it. there because it's so tight. So if you're not gonna go for it, you're gonna fucking lose at Long Beach. Oh, that's cool. Um, and if you and it rewards people who go for it. Um, but as you saw the IndyCar race there, it can also fucking have massive problems if you go for it when uh, I think it was Hunter Ray tried to go for that corner and cause like a six car pile up yeah like it was he lo- I mean he lost the wide. race yeah unlike yep. Monaco I think that the video game representations of Long Beach actually do a fair amount of credit to it because it's there's not a lot of altitude in that track yeah there's a lot of off camber that it, that the video game Forza 5 at least uh, did a good job of with Long Beach is in the game yeah they yeah. put in the game what? like two weeks ago yeah yeah what yeah, I fun. didn't know that it's fun oh I didn't know well, that that's so awesome um, you can play later. Speaking of Justin Wilson and Chuck B, 
Uh, he wanted to know about Indy 502. Obviously, we're rooting for our boy Justin Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he qualified in the low teens, but his four-lap speed average was right in line with everybody. The qualifying times are like right on top of each other. Um, and by the way, his four-lap speed average, when I'm saying it's right on you know, where everybody is, 230 miles an hour. Holy shit. That's what everybody's running. Number one was like just over 231. For average. Yes. Yeah. I believe... Every lap is 230 miles an hour. This... Every lap. Yeah. The Indy cars at this point are much faster than the F1 cars are. Crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's their game in that, though. It's just... yeah. Fucking Honda and GM Motors, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Let's remind mm-hmm. ourselves of that. Um, that's so awesome. Not GM Ignitions, probably. No. <laughs> I think we made that joke, actually, recently, and it's still funny. It's, oh, it? <laughs> it's still funny. Um, and another one to watch since we'll talk about uh, Justin Wilson's our favorite, but the youngster, Joseph Newgarden, looking good out there, and he qualified really well. Um, but moving on to Rob with two Bs, at Big Daddy Rob, asked whether or not, and I like this question, whether or not a classic sports car like the Acura NSX holds holds up to newer stuff like the C7. And I'll let you guys answer first. It, because it I think doesn't. I'm, right. Yeah. Uh, I saw one today, actually. Random coincidence. But yeah, uh, from what I've read. Was it on YouTube? Or, on my no, no, review? I, I saw one in person. <laughs> I saw one in the real world. Um, yeah, it's just, it, 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 I mean, you can look at the numbers and you can look at, there's great, a lot of cars have great steering feel now and shifting and da da da. And it just doesn't. And no. I mean, I drove that same one that you did the video on and. You know, it was it's a fantastic car and it had to have been mind blowing when that thing first came out. But you get in it now and it's tight and it's nicely assembled and you can feel it but you get in and it's like, Oh, this is kinda pokey. I think Blake I think he wrote a great story, a great article on it, which kind of also taught, told me that same thing. Yeah, it squeaks a little bit and Yeah, it's just not a lot of power and it's you know, it's not uh, a lot of Yeah, off the line there's not a lot of torque. You yeah, have to rev yeah. the shit out of it, which I mean it's Honda, so um so my thoughts, mean it's not a good car. I, I totally agree with you that no, from a specs and paper standpoint, um, I mean, in, in a real life on road on track standpoint, no, a fucking C7 will wax. It, it won't even be close. Not a C6. You can have a ham fisted fucking hell. Even a C5, C5 would probably would wax it. C5, yeah. I mean, C5. I mean, yeah, especially if we're sticking purely Corvette. Um, uh, well, I mean, that's fair though because they're rating the same price absolutely, range. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for me, from a connection to the car and pure driving standpoint, the C6, the, the C6, <laughs> that was so, I was so, that I'm, I'm just messed up, C7 and NSX, just so we're clear there. How's life at home, by the way? Uh, I see sex. Um, the NSX wins for me from just a pure driving, and I, I like older cars more than you do, I think. Well, you like old cars. I like older cars. You do. I just, yeah. I don't like all of them. I know. I have a funny sarcastic N- piece coming up. The, the NSX, the steering, and this was a power steering car. I want to drive an old one without the power steering, and the 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 feel of the gearbox, and um, there was just something about that car that was just magnificent. A, I can it the definitely no, it's special. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it's special so, for what it is. It's just not a new car. No, a new car will destroy. There's yeah. you could go much lower than a C7, much like lower Mustang than GT, Mustang V6. Ooh, probably probably faster with the track wow. package and yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if we're being totally honest here, there's a chance. Nah, maybe I'm pushing it with that one. I was going to say the new GTI, but I'm probably pushing it there. I bet you they're the probably Golf R, close. The Golf R, though. The, the next Golf the R one. 
And rumor has it, I've talked to people in the know that there's a, by the way, Golf RS coming out at yes. some point. That's supposed to be five cylinder Audi motor. Yes, exactly. Two and a half liter turbo. That means 400 that's horsepower. Cool. That shit, cuckoo oh, bananas. The, the R's going to be 300 and supposed to be So, good. yes, Robert 2Bs, uh, something about driving them, there's, it's amazing driving those cars, but a new car will fucking destroy it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that great said, question, though. Great question. That said, the NS6 is, you know, unlike the C7, and, I, and I've been a harsh critic of it, I think the C7 is going to age very poorly. I think it's going to look like a mid-70s vet five years from now. Um, I uh, I agree. I don't, I don't think that's timeless styling. I think it's very affliction transformers. I, I, can't go that f- I can't go as far as you guys on that yet, uh, but I can't also say it's going to be, oh, no, it's an instant. I can't. I, like I it, think it, the it, NSX is aging very gracefully. The, and just NSX like, is from the day it was born. Yeah, and, and you know, simple. if you put that next to, like, I think... Long tail, mid-engine, yeah. that combination is fucking beautiful. It's just, there are certain proportions that a nice, smooth-bodied sports car will always look good in. Smooth, and, and that's... Smooth-bodied sports what car. What is smooth? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the smooth-bodied sports car hour. Hi, hi, I'm your host, Steven. I'm <gasps> <sighs> oh, sorry. I was almost getting Sven Block on you. <laughs> like the mustard and this big chicken fingers. And the pickles. Or whatever it is. And the, the pickles. pickles. And the pickles. That is classic comedy right there. That, that was, was when that was Dane, that was the best thing Dane Cook ever done. Just drive around on the one fucking road you are to me. <laughs> uh, okay. So moving on from the questions. Thank you for the questions. And we'll actually blow this up more next time because I do like doing that. That was fun. Yeah. Everybody had fun. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been up to. I'll start first because it's my fucking podcast. Uh, Project Civic SI, for those of you listening. Uh, I was just back out to Norco High School, and I actually got to go during class time. That's cool. And the kids were asking me questions about it. Some of them were being goofy idiots, but they were really funny. It was funny to see goof-offs in high school, who they were actually were all funny. Um, and then other kids were way into it. Uh, some kid had a brand-new STI that his dad just bought him. I oh, said, so don't crash it. He won't yeah, have My one, advice so. for him was don't crash it. I mean, he was a nice kid. He was quiet. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to hate on him because his family has money. Good for you. Enjoy your car. Go to a driving school. Is my, yeah. my best recommendation. Yeah. And I'm not talking drops. about like the local teen academy. Go to Skip Barber uh, or Bondurant or whoever. Um, but the car is nearly put back together. I'm actually picking it up this week. It's, everything we wanted to get done isn't done, but the school year is ending. And depending on what uh, uh, Rick – He's the head shop teacher. So they're going to stop before it's done, learn to be quitters. Everything's put together. We just didn't finish everything we wanted to do. Mm. Um, the window that you guys broke is fixed. Yeah. The, <laughs> I know it wasn't your fault. The time broke. I'm just yeah, – exactly. Time broke it. Uh, and time will probably break it that again. That car was definitely in perfect repair when it showed up in my Enlighten me on the window because I didn't know that the no, window No, the passenger broke. window just stopped working. Stop oh, working. On oh. them. It was nothing they did. Oh, yeah. It just no. happened. Window it motor just, just happened yeah. when they had the car. That's all it yeah. was. Um, but the thing that bummed me out is they put fucking tape over the switch and then to tell people to not use it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, car you had the only one of the only things you had in the car bumper? besides a fucking nitrous bottle was red tape. New bumper, new grill, new hood. Good. And that's um, all. That, I mean, that was ninety percent of what it needed well, to look to look like. Oh, the to decent, look well. Yeah. To look but not the bumper's stolen. unpainted. So it's like flat black. Yeah. And then the grill, we ordered the wrong grill. So it's not an SI grill. So it's an EX grill. And so the SI grill never had the Honda badge. Mm-hmm. So now there's an empty slot for the Honda badge. <laughs> so the car looks even less SI than before, which I'm actually fine with. I kind of like so it's that. Way, and the wheels, we took the hubcaps off and we painted the Steelys black. Okay. So it's super 
it looks like a janky ass. It Civic. looks like a high school kid built the Civic. That's but what it it's looks like. underneath. It's an SI. Yeah. It's and you can attest to the fact. And now that it even works better than it did when you drove it, the car's fun to drive. It is fun to drive. Yeah, those cars are. I mean, they weigh nothing. The new, steering new timing wheel belts. Wiggle. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That, that, that's. Okay. Um, I mean, yes. that's that's it's on the list. That's Actually, so, I didn't put that on the list for them. You throw some camber plates and like some decent dampers on that, and those cars are fantastic handling cars. It's one of the it's one of the better front wheel driving cars of all, of of a long a long time. If it, it's on the list of all time great front wheel drivers, you should I take think. it to uh, Riverside. Uh, for Adams Motorsport, I, I, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. I oh, want to do that. No, no, no I yeah. didn't put it on the list. That's I've great. been thinking because a bunch of kids in the class were saying I should go there. Yeah, because awesome. they go there. Is it? It's you want to go bucks. out there one night with me? Yeah. Okay. Because I've never done a time attack. You just hammer this course. Mm-hmm. It's like autocross, but without cones. It's with a, it's on a course instead. It's on a go-kart track. Yeah, it's on a big go-kart I can't believe track. they do drifting on that track, by the way. I know. I've seen I've video seen of it. it. It's great. I, I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you and I will go out there and, and pop a GoPro on it and just shit, giggle and shit. Cool. Well, yeah, giggle and shit. But <laughs> shits and giggles is what I meant to say. <laughs> um, so the Civic is coming back soon. There's still more to do, but it's in a much better place than it was. Uh, an article ran today. The... F- Follow-up article runs next week. Uh, going to the Wombat. Engine and transmission are in, as I did a video Sweet. on. We're finalizing their position in the car. Engine mounts are being fabricated. I cannot wait to move this project along. Is that video up, or is it... Yeah, yeah, it's up. up. Um, so... I then, watched it. I just want to... In case other no, people No, no, I know, I know how you were asking. <laughs> uh, so... Another thing, uh, speaking about what cars I'm driving, I've got the Subaru WRX right now. Um, not the STI, but the WRX, mm-hmm. which I've been really curious to drive because mm-hmm. I hear nothing but good things. And I mm-hmm. got the one with the six-speed. Uh, blue? Uh, silver. Oh, okay. We yeah, we, we drive in the Fully loaded, thing. too, I think, because it's twenty nine grand. So it's got everything. Okay. Power, power heated seats, yeah. rear view camera, Harman Kardon sounds. I mean, it's got everything. And I would actually wish it had less. Um, but it, it's, how is that? How's that car treating you as far as ride quality goes? Uh, it felt really nice on the highway. I mean, compared to mentally what I would imagine an STI would feel like on the highway. Yeah. Something about the suspension in that car just beat the shit out of my really? lower back and kidneys. That one, the one day that I had it out, it was smoother uh, than I expected on the highway. I had no problems with it. I drove it. I mean, hundreds it of miles. Could have been other factors too that that contributed to that, but it was not like you're a soft, favors. weak man. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Um, so, oh, but after the w, up but your next skirt. week, <laughs> uh, next week I get that, um, the, the, I always pronounce it wrong. Please help me. Dynan. Yeah. It's yeah. Dynan. One M. Dynan. I finally get my turn with that. It's horrible so good. Car. It's great. Everybody fast. in Southern California, I, I cannot yeah, wait. It's it's fast. I, I prefer stock one M. I do. Really? Because yeah. I, I talked to someone whose opinion I really value, and he's driven everything on the planet. He flies around the world to drive amazing cars. And he said it's one of the most entertaining cars and it's one of the, his favorite cars he's ever driven here's the one thing i would change with the 1m suspension perfect on the dining yeah yeah it's great it's not rough perfect. as shit though for no. daily use no really it's, no. it's fantastic and it's, it's not stiff. adaptive and i've got this no it's got use sports yeah it's just it's just tuned Don't perfectly i can't remember yeah it's i think just, he just yeah, i think nice. oh, i'm sure i'll get the spiel i think they week. threw coilovers on it and did full bushings and everything and yes and sway it's got bars. spherical spherical ball it's whatever the fuck spherical bearings yeah spherical ball I'm on two hours of sleep. <laughs> Suck my dick. Um, every and I've got. I think I have the same opinions that Zach does. Is that it's got that it's got that exponential turbo power, you know, power uh, curve to it. Is it boosty though? Like that WRX is boosty. Like oh, no, that that part no. was kind of weird. This is just this 
reminds me of when turbos first came online like truth in the early 2000s yeah. like really online of like oh it's a, a 400 horsepower supra you know it's like it's got it's got lag and it's like mm, and then it hits and it hits hard yeah. from like four to seven it, but the one like m supra. is like on across the board feels even feels almost na like just a little turbo or is it two variable they put, bigger, one, they put bigger ones on there but it's two uh yeah it's still twin but they 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 uh they've increased the compressor size so yeah. it's a bigger turbo so it's just got more lag and i, I like the the kind of instant on play and it that's that's not a car that needs big power because it's short wheelbase yeah I, i'm with zach and that you know it's the only gripe i have for that car is the power delivery i think i would have been happier if they kept the stock turbo and just put a more aggressive camshaft in it or camshafts i should but, say but i mean every, the work they did is great it, and we beat so it we great. beat on in 100 degree weather for six hours filming and it was totally fine i can't like wait the, to the cooling yeah. set up it's a good car nice. you can't say as much about the cooling on the wrx <sighs> That was you, man. We did not. We we time attacked it. I'm not trying to be mean, but we time attacked it. Andrew over the canyons chasing the dining for a camera car mm-hmm. on top of a certain road with very hot starts with a never mind, and and it was fine. I, so I don't know yeah. how it did that. I don't. Well, I but, mean, oh, you were following. No, we did that too. Well, I was I fo- you know, following like a truck or something. No, sometimes when we do when we do chase car, we're yeah, following you're a right car on the bumper, and you're not getting cool air, right. so then the cars overheat sometimes. Yeah. It was. We were out in the canyons with it, and it was driven hard all day and parked and then driven and parked. And then I took it down, and Matt goes, see if you can follow me up the hill. And I did, and I parked it, and I should have left it running, and it ended up boiling over. I think that's what it was. I don't think it was – I think it was like the fans should have turned on. And it didn't. That's that's a fault. It, I mean they yeah. should have accommodated that oh, yeah, that's with true. the thermostat. You know? Some, yeah, something was up. I, but I, I guess what I meant is it, I didn't want people to think it was implied that it didn't have enough cooling while being driven. It's just no the, while being the driven, fan it's fine. Stay down it's it's just like a weird hot. quirk that they need to accommodate. Yeah, it's strange. Um, we never investigated, but yeah. now, uh, Chris, um, tell us quickly what you bought. Well, I own two vehicles that I don't drive often, so I decided the bright idea was to buy a third. Awesome. Uh, so I bought vehicles a, a lofty description. Yeah, it's got <laughs> wheels and a motor. Yeah. So I bought a Yamaha Zuma fucking yeah, scooter buddy. for driving around the beach cities here in LA during the summer. That's yes, fun. Uh, and I'm very jealous because if you've been reading Hooniverse lately, I've developed a scooter fetish. I yeah, really want to get a ruckus and do that mad JDM bullshit like scooter gang thing you with it. You need to put a turbo on. <laughs> no, just lower it and stretch the wheel like dumb dumb shit. It, I you know I looked at those ruckuses a while ago, but then I got into the Zuma because it was. You know, the Ruckus is a 50cc motor, and that's a 125, and the Ruckus tops out at, like, 35, and that does, like, almost 60, so it's, like, it's just Dag, more usable. Dag. That's fast on a scooter, man. I've done 60 on a scooter. You're like, this doesn't I'm going to die. Like... And actually, it's not, it's not sketchy at all on that thing. The only time I ever rode a scooter was in the Bahamas, and it was a Chinese scooter called a Haitong. Mm-hmm. And it, and there were like semi trucks blowing past us. I'm like, this is not, this is not fun. This See, is not that's, fun. that's what I don't have to worry oh about God. on that. Is that in city traffic, when you've got a thing that'll top out at 60 and it accelerates faster than 90 percent of the cars on the road, it's per. You don't get that weird like, oh my God, everybody's like gonna run me off the road feeling. Nice. So, so uh, that's pretty awesome, and I'm jealous. Now, Zach, tell us your big news because you're famous now. From what I I'm understand. not famous. I You're famous. Keep correcting us. <laughs> the Drive Network, uh, fortunately, and we're extremely excited, uh, got picked up by NBC Sports for a certain number of episodes. I can't remember. You guys are going to shoot golf. Awesome. Yeah. We are, we are <laughs> going to uh, change the way people watch golf. The Drive, the 4 Network. We're going to do 
Oh, 13 episodes. Um, we're going to be able to mount cameras on the golf balls, which is going to change the spin a bit, but we don't care. And, uh, yeah, pretty, you know, we're going to attach some GoPros so to the clubs. How good that would actually be kind of cool. Golf sucks to watch. How good is, is Chris at drifting a golf cart around a corner and then slowing it and then well, we're all good at that because that's okay. where we all began. Okay. But, uh, no, yeah, it's going to be sweet, man. There's going to be either drive content. Right now we're, we have drive original content that we shot for this stuff that's going to be – on NBC Sports, and then there will also be some stuff that's going to go on Drive later, and it's going to be awesome. I mean, the stuff we should, really the stuff we shot is sweet, and it's a cool adventure. It was uh, I'll just say it was Spinelli, Matt Farah, and uh, Chris Harris driving crazy sick supercars from uh, London down to Monaco. Sounds terrible. It was yeah, it was dead. Oh. It was rough. It was. Uh. <laughs> I'm extremely happy for you, but my my jealousy is about to make my head explode because that's fucking amazing. Congratulations! Yeah, too. So everybody, um, everybody, watch it and check it out. Um, first episode. Well, yeah, this weekend. Uh, that's yes. Bef- qualifying. Bef- what are the uh, what are the times and the air dates on those? Do you know, Matt? You want to chime in? Matt, your mic's actually Jump on. on. Is my mic live. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Saturday, May twenty fourth, immediately after. Um, Monaco Grand Prix qualifying. Oh, I heard it there first from the voice. It repeats again, it repeats again at uh, 10.30 Eastern. I just wanted to make noise in the microphone. Okay. 10.30 okay. Eastern Saturday. And it repeats a bunch the whole the whole following week in between uh, Monaco and the next Grand Prix. So just look it's for cool. slash drive on the listings and you'll find it. it. Yeah, it was real fun. And there's big, these guys are so funny. Slash drive is the and failed Guns N' Roses reality stuff. driving show. Slash mm-hmm. drive. <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you. Um, it's a it's a it's a little USB that looks like a hat. It's a slash <laughs> <drive>. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's pretty good. Someone's um, gonna hear that and tell me he's like, oh, good. And I wanted us Zach to both talk about driving the GTI Golf, but we're running out of time. Uh, real quick, GTI Mark Seven impressions. Good car. It's a uh, it's the, good the car. car always, no, good. the GTI is always a really great. It's always like an eight across the board, and it still is. It's, it's just gotten a little bit more. It's just gotten better and slightly more Audi-ish. Yeah, it's it's a really their good gearboxes are finally their it, gearboxes get better every generation totally. too because they used to suck shit. It, it covers so many bases. Like if you need a car, it it really it's, it's what it does, man. It's and you still get the cool plaid night. seats and the the golf ball heritage, but it's just an evolved GTI. Yeah, I really it, enjoy. I would get the stripper model honestly with well, the plaid seats, no sunroof, and you get DSG. And but it's what like, about the performance package one? Uh, that um. Actually, no, I would get that because of, only because of the LSD and the brakes. Right. 10 more horsepower is like no, APR is laughing at that. Strictly for the LSD. But, yeah, the LSD, that yeah, way you Because otherwise you're going to use the brake vectoring, yeah. and then you're going to kill the Which works brakes. very well. So for normal people, um, it will be very helpful in turn. But if but, you're a canyon yeah, rat, yeah. it's not the Then move. you're going to smoke your brakes. Yeah. What I will say, though, is that for anyone who thinks that the first three generations of GTI are the best, you're just wrong. But you're the first generation is wrong. fun. It Mark is fun. 1 is fun. It is fun. Did you get to drive Mark 2? Was it fixed? I only had time to drive 1. Oh, Mark 2, that's right. Uh, it was Woo. fixed. Mark, the Mark 1 was broken after on I drove it. 3 was good. The VR6, the VR6 is awesome. It's a great sounding engine. Um, but the Mark One was fun in that old car sense, no power. Exactly. Right. They leaned a bit, and it's I, I was thin, trying like, to convince Volkswagen to let me have that as a long termer. Yeah, um, you told me that. I was like, but they're so sending it to work. Canada. <laughs> but he, they, they were open. They really liked the idea because it was different. At least that's what they told me. How strange um, of a press a person to like an idea that you presented. I know, right? Um, so yeah, we both like the GTI. I'm cutting my video right now. It's actually in the background somewhere here. Um, 
Chris, promote yourself. Uh, if you want to get a podcast going, go over to shoutengine.com. Uh, we'll get you up and running for free. Radio I don't fucking know. Chris Hayes on Top 40. Radio I just general. fell into that one. No, that's your you know that ad you heard at the beginning of the show? Yeah, do that shit. Yeah. Get your own damn podcast. Zachariah, promote watch, yourself. Watch the watch the drive stuff on NBC Sports and then watch it online. Send your friends. Did you tell them you're promoted? Huh? You're, you're a field producer now for drive? I don't know. I don't know what I am. I'm just I'm there doing a bunch of shit. Existential and, uh, crisis right uh, now on the Hooniverse podcast. Matt, since you got a microphone bigger. on, promote yourself. <laughs> oh, promote the film. Just say something. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, we got two things. We got Drive on NBC Sports from Saturday, May 24th, immediately after Monaco Grand Prix qualifying. And then uh, the first film from the Smoking Tire, All Cars Go to Heaven, uh, premieres on... I've been waiting for this video forever, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's taken a long time to edit it. When did you guys shoot it? Last year, last yeah. summer. Yeah, it's, it's long. Awesome. There's a lot of stuff. But it's 100, it's 100 plus minutes of awesome... Uh, premieres at thesmokingtire.com slash film. You should have your first. own um, first. You know how in videos they do critic, you know, uh, what, what do they call those? Rotten Tomatoes? No, no, no. Uh, oh, when you see like a trailer? When you see the, the movie poster, it'll say blah, 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 blah. You know, the critic oh, at the LA yeah, Times. The, the quotes? Like yeah, the quote. You should do your yeah. own quote like that. It, it's 100 Brian minutes of awesome, Burr. Matt Farah. No, <laughs> no, you should that. all no, no. do your own quotes. <laughs> no, Doug, Doug DeMuro did that on the back of his book. It was like that's kind of funny. Put it down. It was really funny. Amazon, you know, yeah, but then I felt like yeah. we're stealing it. Yeah. Um, Still, the but, best one ever is the Banksy one when he tried to get a quote from the police, and they're like, "You'll never get a quote from us for your book," and he put that as the quote. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. that's great. Why we could just put um, all the Spinal Tap quotes on the book. That'd be book. funny just too. A shit sandwich. Archer, <laughs> Archer cell goes to eleven. Smoke, what what I will say the about the film for everybody listening that it's not going to be free. But – And it shouldn't be. Because they're going to show up work. and they're going to get mad. It's hard work. It costs us a so lot of money. So you know how you always say, oh, sorry, you're complaining about that free thing I gave you. Now they can complain if they paid. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they, yeah. they totally can. But it's going to cost like – pay for the film and then you tell me it sucks, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> if you pirate it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's going to be like four bucks, five bucks. And um, if you get mad about it, just think, think of the last time you bought something for four dollars – it wasn't good. Like people buy pizza, people buy shitty sandwich, apps for Subway four sandwich. Yeah. And then just people buy when they right stop. very coffee true. for four dollars. Come on, buy yes. Underage prostitutes for four dollars. That was your pay. And then trip. return them. <laughs> and then return them when they find out they're already pregnant. I know. Ugh, gross. Those are, right. those people. They have problems. Uh, all right. Follow me at at Jay Glucker on Twitter and at the Hooniverse, and then uh, go. Please keep checking out our YouTube channel. It's growing because we're actually doing shit with it now. YouTube slash the Hooniverse, whatever the you know the URLs, you'll figure it out. Um, and uh, <laughs> leave us some reviews on iTunes. Yeah, rank and review well. us on iTunes because that's how we climb the ladder and take down the giants like the Smoking Tire Podcast. Yeah, fuck those uh, guys. <laughs> no, Corolla. We're eyeing you, bitch. We've been fucking slacking off the last couple weeks. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've been busy doing cool shit. I know. Um, sorry we were in Monaco. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, that's episode 60. Thanks for joining us. As always, guys, we'll see you next week. <laughs>